0: Hello, and welcome to the BG Podcast, episode 220. Today, we're wrapping up the week of September 25th. I'm Hannah Garcia, and joining me is Bingham Group CEO, AJ Bingham. Welcome to the show, AJ.
1: Hello, Hannah, and a happy, I guess we'll, we'll call it end of quarter today, even though the quarter officially ends, I think, uh, tomorrow on the 30th. But it's been a fast uh, three months.
0: Yeah, it definitely yeah, has. Yeah.
1: And I think leading to that too, this week to close the quarter out and the month out, there was some uh, a lot of interesting news at city in and around City Hall. And uh, what was the top of the list?
0: Yeah, I think the first thing is uh, Councilmember Natasha Harper-Madison announced she'll be taking a two-month medical leave um, earlier this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she represents District One, and this was something. Um, it's not without precedent overall. I think we've seen. Uh, I think most prominent, most prominent. Texas official um, to take a similar leave was Harris County, uh, Harris County judge, our Harris County Commissioners court judge, Linda Hildago. She actually, uh, I think is just returning their court, if not in the the near term. But, um, you know, we've, we worked with council member on numerous items over her first term and this term, and uh, we certainly wish her well. Her staff is continuing day-to-day business with her off the dice. It does mean... She won't be able to vote. There, there will be no vote on items, obviously, when she's off the dais um, on, on leave. But the day-to-day business of the district will still be administered through, through her capable staff uh, of Sharon and John.
0: Yeah, wishing her all the best.
1: All right. And what's yeah, the- and,
0: and Yeah, on other news, in land development code world, affordability unlocked is back in court. Um, for those who have been following the land development code, um, you probably know that it's the same group of homeowners or it's 19 homeowners that sued the city of Austin back originally in, I believe, 2020 over the Act, um, the land development code rewrite. Um, and they've sued once again over affordability unlock. And so that will be in court. And affordability unlocked is essentially a, um, a bunch of policies that were passed in order to encourage developers to build more affordable housing. Um, I think one of the things that's been, um, happening in Austin for the past, I want to say since I've been alive, um, at least is, um, it's been a- extremely, um, hard to afford housing for a lot of individuals that have lived their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And so this will be back, um, in court and it was back in court. And so one of the things is that if the judge rules against the city, um, all of these policies will be thrown out, um, and it's unclear right now if the council will reinstate the policies. Um, I think they do potentially have um, enough votes to override this. They would need a supermajority, which I believe is nine votes. Um, so we shall see how this pans out.
1: Yeah, and this was supposed to be in court, I think, about two weeks ago. There was a delay. Um, and so it went back, I believe. It's now being heard. It was heard on on Tuesday. Or, in, or trial trial. the trial is underway. And so we'll see. But definitely, I think uh, I think I don't think definitely major impacts um, on just the battle for affordable housing development in Austin should this go down, and it, it will be curious to see Hannah how the council responds. I think the this current council just with the amount of or the policies that have come out in the last seven months or nine months rather definitely tends. I agree with you that we I think there would be a drive a swift drive to reenact some package of the, of a affordability, affordability unlock that would you know, could pass a muster worth a lawsuit, depending on how this one goes. Um, and if it goes, you know, but I think something will be done regardless So this council, I think is definitely strong, has strong desire to tackle affordable housing in all, you know, manner of ways you know up. And I'm, I'm sure as we get into after the next election cycle, a full on land code rewrite attempt part four, yeah. I guess at this point. So more, to, more to come there, and then I think more, maybe more immediate pressing news on the horizon with winter almost upon us at some point. I'm assuming. Uh, what do we have? We had Austin some news from Austin or at least from the city of Austin's audit department about Austin Energy.
0: Yeah, an audit found that the Austin Energy is falling behind on the tree trimming schedule, uh, which I think we kind of knew. There were some issues with uh, tree trimming um, based on what uh, the code allows for um, and based off of what's required of neighbors right now. but mm-hmm. I, I think also Austin energy is falling behind as well. Um, and previously, I believe it was February of 2023. We had a pretty uh, major ice storm that led to um, a lot of trees falling on power lines. And so I think this is definitely top of mind as we um, you know try to keep the lights on as long as we can. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. And we haven't had a chance to dig into the city's audit report. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. But I think one of the issues, Hannah, with that occurred during the was winter storm Uri, I believe, was it was it one happening? I mean, it all kind of jammed together. Was there? We had a storm more recently. Trees are always an issue. Tree the trees falling in power lines is a continual mm-hmm. issue. But I think it's, it wasn't just. It was also factoring in where those trees were located right you know if it's in if it's some city property obviously easier to do if it's we're talking to in someone's backyard it's not as easy as you know you can't not, We don't have linemen is going out in a neighborhood and cutting all the trees that need to be cut and so i think there are other yeah. factors in there not having read the audit report we'll dig into that but it's it's um obviously i think it's a concern all around for everyone to get this media uh remedied as we are expecting a a both cold and wet winter it's whenever yeah, yeah, I, know, yeah. I know right now it's probably what eight degrees, nine degrees. <laughs> at some point, you know, Austin doesn't have four seasons. It'll go hot, 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 as Hannah and I both know. And most listeners here who live in Austin for I don't know, five years at least know it'll be hot, hot, hot. Kinda nice, you maybe know, one or two days of fall approximately, and then cold. Until Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: Maybe. No, it's it's still quite hot and humid here. So um Hopefully that'll change and hopefully it does not affect any trees or power lines.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think I haven't, I haven't seen news about it this week, but just touching back when we, uh, some, some news from the prior week about flow, the, uh, the, uh, the dying tree or the tree, the dying tree at Barton Creek. I haven't seen anything about it this week. I know the city had postponed their removal. And so. Yeah. And they, they talked about the next it week, at work but, session. Yeah. What did they say?
0: uh it's definitely recommended to be removed and i think council is um in full awareness of that or at least the committee that or when they received their um Mm -hmm. briefing on it at their work session um but but i think one of the um the issues is is that a lot of neighborhoods i think have a very deep emotional attachment to it uh and so i think whether you know i'm I'm not going to say that it's it's um the best thing to remove that tree but i i think because um, several arborists have um, suggested moving, removing it, it being the best option. I think city council is going to go with that and do something to memorialize the tree potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard on, from the dais, council member Paige Ellis um, said, uh, she hopes they could do something, uh, get creative to memorialize the tree. Uh, but I do think that that tree will be removed. You know, It's hollow, it's got a concrete base. So if it falls over, it could potentially uh, actually you know, destroy portions of the pool mm-hmm. causing uh barton springs to have to close down for um yeah. a number of let alone a
1: person which is would be an immediate lawsuit against the city
0: yeah yeah and it's uh it's also blocking ada access into the pool um so there's a lot of of issues i think and another pecan tree was uh kind of uh planted there uh, kind of expecting flow i think to die um because uh, you know she, i from what I understand, Flo's been in a relatively bad shape for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they filled her her um her trunk with a concrete
1: <laughs> to, oh, wow. to kind
0: of stabilize her. So they planted another tree there. So hopefully, they can um they can uh, have like a nice little like um send off for Flo and a and a, a big party for the new tree.
1: Well, more to come uh, on that I know. And let's turn to next week. Just anything uh, to- I know some meetings haven't been posted yet, but uh, I know council. We have we're back in work session and regular session next week.
0: Yeah, it's it's October next week, so um, Halloween season approaching very quickly.
1: Pumpkin spice. Uh, latte council will do. Not my 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 prior yes, are, you a, are you a PSL person?
0: No, I actually don't really like pumpkin spice at all.
1: No, I just like black coffee, no sugars, black.
0: <laughs> okay, valid. I mm. I could go for some creamer maybe, but um, mm-hmm. next week council will meet on October third for a work session, and that Thursday, October fifth, they will be back for their regular meeting. Um, and we will post um, links to their agendas as well as um, on Monday a week ahead, kind of highlighting some, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, major items on the agenda.
1: I think with this meeting on next Thursday, so the fifth, they have one more meeting after that in October, like later part of October two in November and two in December. So it's, you know, we're, we're fast approaching, Well, we're, we're fast approaching the end of the year, but definitely the council voting, regular session voting year. And again, I think if, yeah. for those who are, who items before council, who are, you know, if you're new to council, new to approaching council, um, you know, there's a certain timeline. I feel like if you're not, if you're already advancing, or trying to advance your issue now, it's gonna, it almost likely be punted until, early spring and the, actually the, in the 2024 calendar has been posted um online so I'll include a note, a note of that in the show notes but yeah it's a lot of you know you you don't want your item you're better off having your item moved up moved to january or later on if you're if, if you're on the november december agenda rather it may have been punted regardless so fyi free advice